Good afternoon. I'm Carmina Constantino. Dateline Philippines begins right now. Hey, thanks for joining us. For those of you watching us on YouTube and on Facebook, nice to have you with us today. Current and a former congressman named in President Duterte's new list of allegedly corrupt officials deny involvement in supposed corruption involving public works projects. In his public address Monday night, President Rodrigo Duterte named Occidental Mindoro Representative Josephine Sato. Quezon City Representative Alfred Vargas, Northern Samar Representative Paul Daza, Bataan Representative Geraldine Roman, Quezon Representative Helen Tan, and former Ifagao Congressman Teddy Baguila Jr. as having allegedly received kickbacks from government infrastructure projects. Aside from lawmakers, Duterte also named district engineers supposedly involved in corruption. The list was given to the president by the Presidential Anti-Corruption Commission, which conducted the investigation last month. Duterte released the names in the list, even though he himself admits there is no hard evidence against them. is not a condemnation or an indictment that you are guilty of something. The public should be aware that there is no hard evidence. That's one, that it cannot be translated by just reading the names that they are already guilty because presumption of innocence would lie all throughout until conviction or acquittal. It has come to me officially recorded, received, recorded in the books of, so it becomes a public document. Whether ako ang magbasa o hindi, lalabas talaga to because uh, they have the right to have access to information. Maski sinong tao. In a statement, Quezon Representative Helen Tan admits the construction of the Gumaca Bypass Road was delayed due to the pandemic and the onslaught of typhoons, but she asserts the funds for the project went through the proper course. Tan adds, it's the Public Works Department who should answer for any issues regarding the implementation of the project. Occidental Mindoro Representative Josephine Sato claims the accusations may have been politically motivated, noting that PACC Commissioner Greco Bellica is a party mate of a political opponent who is planning to run in the 2022 elections. Former Ifugao Representative Teddy Baguila Jr. slams his inclusion in the list despite the lack of evidence against him. Baguila also accuses Duterte of trying to divert the attention away from the early COVID-19 vaccination of the presidential security group. Northern Sama Representative Paul Daza and Quezon City Representative Alfred Vargas insist their inclusion in the PACC's list was the work of their political opponents. Vargas is confident his name will be cleared. As for Bataan Representative Gerald Roman, she says she's open to any investigation to prove her innocence. Noon party list lawmaker Eric Yap also denying receiving kickbacks from government infrastructure projects, calling it a witch hunt. Yap says he will file a House resolution come January to investigate the issue. Yap maintains the PACC did not reach out to him before including him in the list read by the president. Yap also questioned the timing of the release of the list. He says it came after PACC Commissioner Greco Bellica was slapped with criminal and administrative complaints filed by duty-free corporation employees just last October. The work of our Congress 
eh, yung mag-investiga eh. Hindi po pwede yung one-side lang ang kukunin mo at ilalabas mo sa public. Ngayon po, ako po ay magpapalang ng resolution pagdating ng January, pagbukas ng Kongreso, tungkol dito sa anomalya sa duty-free Philippines in ADOC legislation. At dun po ipapakita ko kay Commissioner Beliga kung gano'ng kapatas ang pag-iimbestiga. Hindi lang po yung nag-aakosa ang kailangan mong kuna ng panig kung hindi pati po yung inaakosahan. President Duterte says more heads will roll at state insurer PhilHealth three months after he ordered PhilHealth chief Dante Giran to clean up the agency. That order led to the courtesy resignations of dozens of senior officials at PhilHealth. Marami na akong sinibak. And uh, sa PhilHealth, uh, there will be another round of uh, dismissal. Uh, Kinokompleto lang nila yung investigation. Duterte also warned there may be other dismissals in other government agencies. We start with the customs. Customs, I terminated about 72. Uh, immigration, 62. Uh, wala nang, wala ka na trabante. <laughs> Skeletal force na lang. Because the Bureau of Immigration is under the Department of Justice. President Rodrigo Duterte again rails against the International Criminal Court, accusing it of interfering in Manila's affairs. The IEC, make that ICC prosecutor's office earlier said it has found reasonable basis to believe crimes against humanity were committed in Duterte's bloody drug war. But Duterte insists the ICC has no business here in the Philippines and that the country has functioning courts. He even urged the public to pour gasoline on drug lords and set them on fire, saying... That's what they deserve. Ngayon, itong mga mga drug lords, pati mga kidnapper, drug pusher, dalhin ninyo sa wala masyadong taong iskandalo. Buhusan ninyo ng gasolina at sindihan ninyo. Yan ang dapat sa mga tao na yan. Maya ko na sagutin yung ICC, ICC na yan. Puro kabalastugan mo rin yung inyo. In the first place, why are you interfering in the affairs of my country and other countries? And who gave you the authority? By what divine law? gave you the authority to to prosecute me in a, in a foreign land tapos ang nakaupo puro kayo mga puti ano you must be crazy Malacanang earlier said the tribunal would waste its resources if it pursues its inquiry into the war on drugs. The palace maintains the ICC has no jurisdiction over the Philippines following its withdrawal from the body in 2019.
back with more news. President Duterte signs into law next year's national budget. Duterte says the 4.5 trillion peso spending plan will enable the country to heal and resume the economy's upward trajectory. The budget department also says it will help the pandemic-hit country reset, rebound and rebuild. Some 72 billion pesos are allotted in the budget for the procurement and distribution of COVID-19 vaccines. The biggest chunks of the budget are given to the Departments of Education, Public Works and Highways, the Interior and Local Government, and Health. Malacanang has read to release information on the budget provisions vetoed by Duterte. Senate Finance Committee Chairman Sunny Angara welcomes the budget's signing, pointing out that any delay would have hampered the country's recovery. For House Speaker Lord Alan Velasco, the 2021 budget reflects the government's commitment to defeat the novel coronavirus. Metro Manila and nine other areas will stay under general community quarantine until January 31, 2021. These areas, along with Batangas and Davao City, have recorded most of the new infections in the Philippines recently. The rest of the country will be under modified GCQ that's least restrictive in the government's four-level lockdown system. But in his weekly address, President Duterte said the quarantine classifications could still change depending on appeals from local government units. Uh, stay home if it's really possible. Kung kaya mo lang, for your own good, and then the washing of the hands. The Philippines has more than 470,000 COVID-19 cases, with 766 new infections reported on Monday. But the health department explains the drop in new cases is due to the decreased number of patients being tested over the holiday season. Johnson & Johnson becomes the first company to be allowed to hold clinical trials here in the Philippines. The Food and Drug Administration announced on Tuesday it approved the application of J&J's single-dose COVID-19 vaccine. FDA Director General Eric Domingo says the trials may start after the new year. Janssen, the pharmaceutical arm of J&J, is currently conducting a large-scale multi-country phase 3 trial of its vaccine. Interim data is expected in January 2021. Meanwhile, the FDA is evaluating the clinical trial applications of two other vaccine developers, that's Clover Biopharmaceuticals and Sinovac, which are both from China. Philippine Interior Secretary Eduardo Año assures the public the vaccination priority list will be followed when the government's immunization program begins. That's as he insists the vaccinations among presidential security group members were unofficial and voluntary. He also maintains there is nothing illegal in the initiative. Hindi naman yan na, what you call that, distribution, selling, no? Parang ano lang yan, you know, you have a relative from abroad and he has access. Then he sent you one and you use it voluntarily. This is not part of the rollout. It's not part of the, the, the procurement of the government. Iba naman yan. These are just on their own initiative. Anyo also revealed a cabinet member also received a vaccine from China, but he declined to name the official. 
The Philippine National Police says no police officer has been inoculated with COVID-19 or with a COVID-19 vaccine yet. But when the vaccination process starts, PNP spokesman Police Brigadier General Ildebrandi Usana says they would prioritize police officers serving on the front line in the fight against the virus. General Osana, categorical na saguto as we speak ho ngayon, wala pang ni isang miyembro ng PNP ang nabakunahan na kontra COVID. Wala pa po. The police force has tallied nearly 9,000 COVID infections so far, 27 of whom have died. Well, those distributing COVID-19 vaccines without the approval of the Food and Drug Administration must be investigated. Dr. Lulu Bravo, executive director of the Philippine Foundation for Vaccination, also calls for vaccine literacy, especially among policymakers, following the surprise inoculation of President Duterte's security detail. People uh, should actually just... Uh make sure that once the FDA approves it, then that's the time that the vaccine should be used. Uh, I mean, we should always uh, make sure they listen to the experts. I've always said that the first thing we need to do during this pandemic is always to listen to the experts. The Coalition of People's Right to Health questions the government's priorities after it allowed the vaccination of military personnel and the president's security group ahead of health care workers. Dr. Joshua San Pedro also says the government must follow protocols, especially since the vaccine administered has not been approved by the FDA. Kailangan po mas malinaw ano po ba talagang bakuna ang naibigay. At ito po bang bakuna na ito ay meron ng datos sa efficacy and safety data. So syempre yung kapakinabangan din po ng mga uniformado, syempre nandun din po yon na may risk din po yan bilang hindi pa po approved yung bakuna. Dr. San Pedro also laments the country's slow genome sequencing technology that could identify if the new coronavirus variant discovered in the UK has already reached the Philippines. Pero unfortunately, tayo simpilis. Yung technology natin is not as yung level na ng UK and na Singapore. Usually may mga delays po yan ng ilang araw, ilang linggo. The Philippine Tourism Department teams up with the Philippine Children's Medical Center to offer swab tests at a discounted price of 750 pesos. That's half the hospital's rate for the tests. The discounted price will be for people who want to travel to areas where negative RT-PCR test results are required. That includes Boracay, Palawan and Bohol. The government also recently partnered with the Philippine General Hospital to subsidize 50% of the hospital's RT-PCR testing cost of 1,800 pesos for around 11,000 qualified domestic tourists. Another COVID-19 vaccine candidate enters its late-stage trials. Novavax is starting its clinical trial in the U.S. and in Mexico, marking the fifth vaccine in America to reach its final stage of testing. Novavax has begun a large late-stage study of its COVID-19 vaccine trial in the United States, the drug developer said on Monday, after delaying the trial twice due to issues in scaling up the manufacturing process. 
It will enroll up to 30,000 volunteers across about 115 sites in the United States and Mexico, with two-thirds of them receiving the shot 21 days apart and the rest getting placebo. Novavax lags behind other drug makers in the global race for a COVID-19 vaccine, with shots from Pfizer and Moderna authorized for emergency use in the United States. Johnson & Johnson and AstraZeneca also have Phase three trials already underway in the U.S. Novavax, which is getting funding of up to $1.6 billion from Operation Warp Speed, is preparing to deliver 100 million doses to the United States early next year, if the vaccine is proven to be safe and effective in the trial. The Philippines temporarily closes its borders from travelers coming from countries that have reported cases of the new COVID-19 variant. Our correspondent Zen Hernandez now joins us on the line with details. Oh, she joins us live from Dina Iya. Happy New Year to you, Zan. Go ahead. Carmina, Health Secretary Francisco Duque just finished his inspection of the Naia Terminal 3. And earlier, he also inspected Terminal 1. This is to check for the enforcement of uh, health and safety protocols for arriving passengers. As of today, there has been an increase in the number of countries being monitored since more and more countries are reporting cases of the new COVID variant. This includes, of course, the United Kingdom, where the new variant originated, followed by Denmark, Ireland, Japan, Australia, South Africa, Israel, Netherlands, Canada, France, Switzerland, Hong Kong, Singapore, Germany, Iceland, Italy, Spain, Lebanon, Sweden, and South Korea. Now, starting December 30 at 12.01, the Philippines will ban travelers from all these 20 countries except for overseas Filipino workers. Overseas Filipino workers will have to undergo a strict 14-day quarantine period at the athlete, Athletes Village at the New Clark City. Now, uh, as of now, uh, since December 24, the Philippines already uh, banned travelers from the UK, but now there are still travelers coming from other countries. Earlier, we saw arrivals from Bahrain and Singapore. And of course, there are different protocols for the passengers from these flights. Uh, for Bahrain, since they are not part of the list, the uh, passengers were simply interviewed. They were asked to fill out a health declaration form they underwent a, an RT-PCR test, and then all they have to do is to wait for the negative result before they are allowed to go home. As for the passengers from uh, Singapore, they will have to undergo an RT-PCR test, and then they will be sent to the athletes' village at the New Clark City for a strict 14-day quarantine period. Now, Secretary Duque says, they don't have to retake the RT-PCR test again and uh, they just have to complete 14 days and then they will be allowed to go. They will be, uh, the health department and the government will be reviewing protocols on a day-to-day -day basis and it is possible that the list of countries being monitored will increase as more and more, again, report cases of the new COVID variant. But the health department, Secretary Duque, clarifies that the country still does not have the new variant. He explained that the passenger that came from UK 
was tested positive for COVID. But the Genome Center, the Philippine Genome Center, will still have to analyze whether his COVID, uh, the COVID that he has is the new variant. And it will take another seven days before we find out the results. So again, the Philippines still does not have the new variant, but we'll find it out in seven days. Carmina. Well, thanks a lot. Our correspondent there, Zen Hernanes, joining us live from Dina Iya. Happy New Year to you again, Zen. You keep safe. Take care. And that'll do it for today. Thank you for joining us. I'm Carmina Constantino. If you want to revisit today's episode, Dateline Philippines podcast is on Spotify and Apple Podcast. Play back this newscast too on ANC's YouTube channel and on ANC 24-7 on Facebook. Keep safe, you guys. Keep it here on the news channel.